Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. We are all perfect in our own magnificent effed up ways. Laugh at yourself. Love yourself and others. Rejoice in the cosmic ridiculousness. Jensen Cheryl. What's up and welcome back to episode 5 of Coffee Talks. I currently have just made myself a hazelnut almond creamer coffee and it tastes very heavenly I must say. For today's Coffee Talk episode I wanted to kind of give you guys the opposite side of the pancake that was last week's episode which was all about how to kick ass and achieve your goals. I feel like it's important to follow up last week's podcast episode with today's topic being all about putting way too much pressure on ourselves because I feel like it's important to want to kick ass and achieve your goals, but there's such a balance that we need to find when it comes to going after the things that we're super passionate about or the things that we really want to manifest in our lives because there is a point where sometimes going after those things, we push a little too hard, we go a little too far, and suddenly we've put so much pressure on ourselves and our lives that we crumble, we fall apart, we end up, you know, feeling like crap about ourselves. This is, you know, a habitual routine that I used to fall in and out of a lot of. I still do, actually. I think if you ask a few people that know me, I still kind of tend to put a lot of pressure on myself, and I feel like we all do. I feel like it's something that is so easy to slip into because we're so consciously aware of what we think that we're capable of that we kind of forget to take care of ourselves or to take breaks along the way. And so we're constantly just like, I know I can do better. I know I can do better. And we feel we can do better. We want to do better. And when we don't, we completely tear ourselves apart. I recently experienced a bit of this myself, and I find that I go through ebbs and flows of putting a lot of pressure on myself. I think there's always going to be some you know, layer of pressure that we put on ourselves because that's what kind of keeps the fire burning under our feet and gets us moving and gets us going. But there was definitely a point, I would say, pretty recently where the amount of pressure I was putting on myself was so strong that it was affecting my everyday life. It was affecting my overall well-being and it was affecting my happiness. And so I feel like that's where this podcast episode is coming from so that not only if any of you guys are going through that or feeling that way, it'll help you, but also to even help myself. I think writing out this podcast really helped me kind of gauge how I had been putting too much pressure on myself and ways that I could make changes and such or advice that I would give to myself in a way from giving it to you guys via podcast. Does that make sense? I feel like even writing this out, I was like, oh my God, this is so true. Or you know what? If I was telling this to someone else the way I kind of am right now, I should be taking this exact advice. I I saw a meme today actually of Patrick Starr from SpongeBob where it's like me giving advice to other people and he's like all charged up and then it's like me taking my own advice and it's him with the hammer and the nail, like (laughs) with the piece of wood in his forehead. But I feel like that's so true. And so writing up this podcast was super therapeutic for me because it was a huge eye opener to how I should also be taking this advice. 
advice. It's almost like a subconscious thing. I think that we're so used to the little voice in our head, constantly judging and almost ridiculing us for not accomplishing or succeeding or being perfect, that we just kind of succumb to the idea of its truth. We think that, you know, that little voice is the truth of our lives. It's almost like they are fears or they're things that we're afraid that might be true. But when we hear ourselves think it, we just assume that it is true or we assume that it's going to be true. And so it adds this layer of just like thick, heavy pressure to everything that we do. I find even taking breaks sometimes or if I decide that like Saturday, I'm not going to schedule any work to do that day. This little voice will trickle into my mind and be like, what are you doing? You're lazy. You're going to fall behind. Like, do you think Beyonce is taking Saturday off? Like just, it's so crazy. And I think that we believe that we need to push ourselves or exert ourselves to the point that we're exhausted or we're depressed. And we take those as signs of being a hard worker. I feel like there was, especially around Utober, when I get around Utober, it is such a weird thing because I'm still going to try and find a good balance with it this year. And I think that with my mental state this year, even as opposed to last year, I think I'm going to enjoy Utober a lot more this year, but holy crap, guys, anyone that knows me and that's around me during August to October knows that I'm actually a lunatic. Like I'm crazy and I I burn myself into such exhaustion that I think that that's a sign of me working really hard and I almost take it in pride and I don't think that that's something I should be proud of. And there's so many people I know that do this too. So many people I know who... And I almost, en- like, I, not that I envy them, but I, I even end up looking up to them where I'm like, wow, they work so hard. Like, look at how tired they are. Look at how exhausted they are. Look at how, <laughs> like, low they feel or low energy they are. Like, they're really putting in that work. And then it kind of clicked one day where I was like, God, why do we as a society think that being tired and depressed and having no energy for anything else in our lives is a sign of success? That's not the kind of success I want in my life. I don't want to be completely drained. I want to be vibrant and I want to be upbeat and I want to find a balance in my life that lets me feel that way because to me that is working smart versus working hard, I guess. I mean, it makes sense because we're also constantly presented with the highlights of other people's lives. And I talked about this in episode three, where we went into the truths of social media, but I feel like there's just an extra layer to it that we have that our parents didn't have, where we're not only putting pressure on ourselves, we're constantly fed information and fed ideas and images and goals or whatever of other people's lives that that just adds a whole other voice in our mind or a whole other subject in our mind for our little mean voice to cling on to and be like, well, hope you're enjoying your sweatpants and your food because Sally's over there, you know, working hard on her book or Suzanne's at the beach. I don't know why I always use such weird and old names when I give examples, but you guys get what I'm saying. We're constantly comparing our lives. And not only that, we're constantly comparing where we're at in our life with where somebody else is at. And I think that that's also really unfair of us to do because when you compare your day one or even your day five with someone else's day 100, of course it's going to seem like your life falls short and suddenly you're going to feel like you're super behind and have to race to catch up to where everybody else is at in life when realistically you created that whole problem or that whole idea in your head. You're not behind. You're exactly where you need to be, but your brain is telling you something different or you've clung to the idea of, the fact that you're not where you should be. You should be further ahead. You should be more successful. You should have X, Y, Z. And for that reason, you constantly feel like you can't relax and you're never good enough. I think when 
we have an idea of what we're capable of. And the only people that do know what full potential we could have is truly ourselves. And I feel like I'm constantly (laughs) tagging in other episodes, but in episode two, it was all about trusting yourself. When we fall out of trust with ourselves, I think that we have this idea of what we're capable of, but instead of working in synergy with ourselves and listening to our limits and listening to our boundaries and kind of, you know, recognizing these red flags that are popping up that are saying, okay, maybe this is a wrong perspective to have on something, or maybe I'm putting too much pressure on myself. We just push right past it and we believe that we need success now, or we believe that we'll be totally fine once we get there, or we believe that the way that we're feeling is just a side effect to going after the things that we want in life. And that's how you know you're out of balance. Because if you're in balance, you can totally go after the things you want in your life while being completely content with where you're at. And anytime that I notice that I'm not enjoying where I'm at or I'm so stressed out about where I'm going that I'm just racing through tasks, getting things done, but just kind of rushing everything and and not taking a second to breathe or not taking a second to even notice, you know, anything about the day that I have that's going on, then that's how I know I'm out of alignment. That's how I know I'm out of balance. And that's how I know that I'm putting way too much pressure on the work I'm doing, on the things I'm trying to accomplish and on myself as a whole. I think that when we fall out of alignment, we are trying to stifle a hunger That has to do with an incompleteness in our lives or an incompleteness within ourselves. We might think that something is missing or that there's something that we have to prove to somebody else or to even ourselves before we can actually let ourselves enjoy our lives. And so that right there is the root of our unalignment. It's suddenly we think we have to make our lives look like something else or we're unaware of what actually is or we're not accepting what actually is because we have an idea of what we want things to be. And until we get that, we're not going to let ourselves have a break. We're not going to let ourselves breathe. We're not going to let ourselves even enjoy our lives because there are also some people I know who are still so beyond busy, but they are some of the happiest people I know. And I've kind of observed them in a way and wondered to myself, like, how do they do it? How can they be so at peace and so happy, but have a million things going on at once? And I think it's just the fact that it's it's a balance. It's finding that balance within yourself and being aware that I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I don't even have to prove anything to myself. I just have to enjoy my life. That's it. Of course, there's going to be problems. Of course, there's going to be to-dos. Of course, there's going to be things that low-key will stress you out from time to time. But I think that when you accept where your life is, accept where you're trying to make it go, but also just completely be aware of how amazing your life is at the present moment, makes it easy to let those stresses and those pressures fall to the side and think, you know what, I'm doing the best I can. And I'm also going to enjoy my life while it's here because one day I'm going to look back and I'm going to want to see a life that I'm proud of. I don't want to see a life that I completely picked apart and ripped myself to shreds for. And this especially too can also come from trying to prove ourselves to other people. I think that in our world and in our society, it would be very naive to think that we all don't care about what each other thinks. I even find myself getting wrapped up sometimes in how my life looks rather than how it actually feels or how it actually is. And there's times where I have to be aware of it because I think even that can become a pressure where you're trying so hard to be a good person that you almost put too much pressure on yourself there too. Is my life authentic or, oh my God, am I am I telling the truth or whatever? But that I think all stems from trusting ourselves. When we learn to trust ourselves and 
we feel aligned with the things we're doing and saying, then there is no reason to freak out. There is no reason to put a disgusting amount of pressure on ourselves. Or there is no reason to look for outside validation for the things we're doing. I think it's still important to have a few people whose opinions you definitely factor in. For instance, if my sister were to come to me and be like, dude, I don't really know who you are anymore. You've changed or say anything along those sort of lines. But I would definitely evaluate my life. But at the same time, I think that when you take away the perspectives or the opinions of others and you ask yourself, how do you feel or are you trusting, then it makes it really easy to stop feeling that need or that insistent pressure to prove yourself to other people or to prove yourself to the people that you even care about because As long as you're happy, hopefully the people that care about you are also happy. And this even includes yourself. I find we completely bash ourselves during moments of mediocrity or when we make a mistake instead of just letting our ego go and and realizing that we're all mediocre people making mistakes. Like even Blake Lively makes mistakes. She she Instagrammed something actually like two days ago where she said something along the lines of posting an outfit photo that's from a few days ago because in that photo you're cooler then than you are in the moment that you're actually posting it because you're no longer in a cool outfit or at a cool event. And it was so refreshing because I was like, even Blake Lively has mediocre days, okay? It's crazy that we are so mean to ourselves for being just like everybody else. I think that we have this idea in our head sometimes that nobody's mediocre, everybody's extravagant, everybody's lives are going so well and we're the only ones that feel like things are sucking, but it's so not the case. We're all mediocre, we all make mistakes, and we all second-guess ourselves. I second-guess myself about a million times a day and it takes that much more work for me to have to trust myself and you know put those thoughts to rest, but hey, I'm willing to put in that work and I'm willing to constantly have to almost reassure myself if it means that I'm gonna, at the end of the day, be a better person and be living a happier life. And not only that, be able to turn around, learn a lesson from it, and hopefully make something out of it. So instead of bashing ourselves every time we make a mistake, instead of bashing ourselves for, you know, having a normal life or having a normal day where, you know what, maybe you didn't eat a meal that you needed to take a photo of or that was photo worthy, or maybe you haven't done something buzzworthy for the last three months. Who cares? That is normal. It's okay to just breathe and enjoy where you are without needing to tell anyone about it, without needing to post about it, without needing to even enjoy it with somebody else. Just be at peace with yourself, soak in the moment, and suddenly you'll realize that there is no reason to bash yourself. Everybody is doing the exact same thing that you are. I think if you look across the board in terms of where we're at as a whole society right now, there's a lot of people, a lot of us actually together that have lost a connection and a balance within ourselves and our lives. And I think that it's something that we really need to find again. It's something that once we all find that balance, I think the world might be a much happier place. And I'm going to leave you guys on that heavy, deep note to go on a little mid-roll break, throw in some thunder and lightning again to peace your mind. And I will be back with more after this. Today's Coffee Talk podcast was actually brought to you guys by HelloFresh. If you're wondering what that is exactly, it is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes right to your front door so that it's super easy to just cook, eat, and enjoy your meals. There's something for everyone with HelloFresh's selection, including all of my fellow veggies. There's a vegetarian option on their website, and you get pre-measured ingredients that you can swap out to to make most of them vegan. Like for instance, with the Southwestern black bean cakes, which are a personal fave of mine, all you have to do is just not use the sour cream 
and bam, the meal is officially for us vegans. Each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms with high-rated, trusted sources. And it also just simplifies eating at home. It makes eating healthy easier. And on top of that, if you guys don't have that much time to cook, there's a 20-minute meal on the classic menu for when, you know, you just need to get something fast and quick and in your belly. If you guys head on over to hellofresh.com slash coffeetalk30 and enter the promo code coffeetalk30, you guys will get $30 off your first week. So if you guys want to give it a try, definitely go check that out. And aside from that, let's get back to the episode, shall we? Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So, now that I'm back and with a second cup, where were we? Think of it like a road trip. Imagine the whole way that you're so focused on making it on good time, that traffic jams along the way, the annoyance of having to stop to eat or use the bathroom, and just all of the little tiny things that come with going on a road trip become an annoyance that when you finally get to your destination, you're worn out and you're anxious and you're tense and you didn't enjoy any part of it. In a way, that's kind of how we'll end up living our lives if we don't take the insistent pressure that we put on ourselves away. This is literally how so many of us are living our lives on a day-to-day basis and the way we're treating ourselves. We talk about not getting enough sleep, not taking care of our bodies, not eating well, not letting ourselves relax, not liking who we are, not feeling good in our own skin or in our own minds, not treating ourselves like we're worth something, not cutting ourselves some slack or even just realizing all the things that we already have accomplished and feeling good about that rather than just looking at all the ways that we haven't accomplished things or the ways that we fall short. It's funny because my hometown is a two and a half hour drive from where I'm living right now in Toronto. And there have been a few times that I've made that drive and the whole way I'm just so tense and anxious and I'm just trying to get there and I'm like miserable and 
the time goes so slow and I just feel so bored. And then there's other times where it's almost like every single yellow tick that I pass, I'm just like, this is so enjoyable or like the right song seems to be playing or I stop and grab a latte and and let Bentley out and we run around a little bit or the sun is just, it just seems to be holding itself in the sky at the perfect spot. And I'm just loving every second of the road trip that it feels like I blinked and I made it there. And I feel like one, it's a pretty good indicator of how my perspective is that day. But two, those are like the two different ways that we can live our lives. We can see that, you know what, there's somewhere I'm going and I know eventually I'm going to get there. But why not stop and grab a coffee just to enjoy it a little bit more? Or why not put on a good song on the radio rather than a sad sappy or just flicking off the radio or flipping off the person beside me? Or why not take note of where the sun is in the sky? Why not just look at every single minute that passes as a second to breathe deeply or just enjoy where I'm at? knowing where I'm going. There's a lot to be said for just breathing and relaxing and taking a second to be exactly where you are. How many times a day do you do that? I feel like when it comes to meditation and days that I do yoga and stuff, I definitely find that I do it more, which is why I've tried to incorporate those things into my life. But in general, even after the yoga's done and the meditation's over, how many more times throughout the day do you actually just take in exactly where you are? Probably not very often. Even right now, as you're listening to my voice, where are you? What are you doing? What's around you? What time of day is it? Check into that. In the reality of life, that's all there really is. This is the only thing that exists right now. You can't have even the two minutes before when I told you to look up and look around back. It's already gone. In this second, what pressure really needs to be put on you right now? Probably not very much, or if there is, it's probably something that you're already having a plan for or going to tackle, so why put the pressure on? Why add the unnecessary drama that's putting a veil between you and everything you're looking at right now and everything you're noticing right now that you didn't notice five minutes ago? Think about how amazing your life is. Step out of your shoes and into someone else's, just an imaginary person, and imagine what your life would look like from the outside looking in. Or... Even just imagine that this person doesn't have, you know, your natural love of reading or your natural talent at playing the guitar or any hobby it is that you have. Let's say the person whose shoes you just stepped into, the life that you just stepped into, doesn't get to do those things. What if this person had suffered a bad accident? What if this person didn't have enough money to put food on the table, let's say? What if this person had everything that you do want? What if this person was living the exact same life that you're trying to strive for, you're putting the pressure on yourself for, but they were completely miserable and depressed and didn't want to get out of bed in the mornings or they were missing something you didn't even realize that you already have, like the relationships with the people that matter the most to you. Because if you step out of your life and you step into someone else's, those relationships won't be yours anymore. Okay, so now step out of those shoes and step into yours again, only this time 50 years has passed or 60 years have passed. What do you think that version of you would care about? How does your life look when you look back on it? What would that version of you tell this present version of you to actually care about or focus on? What would their regrets be on the time wasted, doubting or belittling yourself the whole way? Doing this is such an easy mind trick. It's such an easy way to just quickly snap into what's actually important and what needs to just get gone. Like what pressures that 
we are holding on to or attaching so heavily to that are blanketing us from just enjoying our lives that we can easily let go of when we realize that if we were somebody else and we were looking at our lives or if we were somebody else and we were missing things that we love about our lives or if we were ourselves but way into the future and we're old and we're wrinkly and our time left on earth is short, what actually matters? What is the truth of our lives versus what false you know, illusions are we holding on to that are keeping us from enjoying our lives? Because one day, hopefully, you will be old and wrinkly. And if that version of you got this exact day back in its entirety, what would they do with today? Would they be putting the same mindset and pressure on what there is to do today? Or would they just get it done, enjoy the process, be happy that they got this day back, and love the journey and stop to actually enjoy every moment, every bite, every breath? In conclusion, I think it's important to know your worth. I think it's important to know your capabilities and to push for them. It's so important. It's something that I love to do. It's setting goals and going after them. It's, it's, it's what keeps you feeling like you have a purpose. It's what keeps you feeling that drive and that motivation and that zest for life. But I also think it's important to know and understand a balance and to not only that, find that balance. So how do you know when the pressure you put on yourself is out of balance? It's when your efforts are met at the end of the day with a giant stamp of disapproval. If you find that every single night you crawl into bed feeling like your life still isn't good enough, then you're out of balance because even just waking up, breathing, and enjoying one thing in your day, everything else is icing on the cake for the rest of the day. If you're not noticing those things, if you're not enjoying your life, then Odds are something's out of balance. You can still strive to be better. You can still strive to do better while enjoying exactly where you're at. There's no reason that we have to feel like our lives fall short or aren't good enough on a daily basis. I think that when we really fall out of alignment and we've really needed to self-evaluate and self-check that maybe we have some really bad habits or maybe we really have lost ourselves, even those moments, we don't have to put pressure on ourselves because in becoming aware of the fact that there are things that we need to change, we can enjoy that. We can enjoy that part of our brains. We can almost thank ourselves for being honest with ourselves and think, I don't need to feel bad about this. I just need to strive for better while accepting and enjoying and being thankful for exactly where I'm at. It sounds so corny and lame, but I'm telling you, you will be a much, much happier person if you do this on a daily basis. Honor all efforts and energy and let the judgment go so that you can actually enjoy your journey instead of comparing your current reality to the final destination. Just slow down. Release the death grip that you have on how perfect you think your life needs to be and one-up yourself by realizing that your success is already there waiting for you, but it's a patient guy. It's not going anywhere and it would rather see you arrive feeling happy and fulfilled and refreshed and vibrant than show up feeling drained and, and angry and pitiful and resentful. And not only that, show up being all cranky thinking, well, this is it. Are you serious? I could have done better than even this. Enjoy the process, envision the success, appreciate the journey, and don't forget to stop and smell the roses along the way. So there you guys have it. That is my podcast episode, Coffee Talk, all on putting too much pressure on ourselves. I feel like it was such an important one, and it's one that, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it was very therapeutic for even me to write these things out because... They're little pieces of information that I need to be reminded of on a daily basis. And I think we all need to be reminded of on a daily basis because it's cool to be driven and it's cool to have motivation and it's cool to go after things. I think those things are super important. 
but it's also cool to just enjoy your life and be chill about it, you know? And it's all about finding that balance. And even in finding that balance, we can sometimes put pressure on ourselves for that. So be aware of that too. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to find balance that you put yourself out of balance is pretty much what I'm saying. Because, hi, I also have been guilty of that a few times. As always, if you guys have any requests or feedback for my podcasts, please feel free to rate and review. It helps me so much and it helps get my podcast, you know, circulated a little bit more. So I thank you guys for that. And also... If you are one of those people listening in today and you're feeling like you have just a million things you want to do or your life isn't good enough, know that it's holding on to that perspective that's keeping you from living a life that you're actually really proud of. There's so many things in life that we can't change, but when you shift your focus on the things that you can change, starting with your perspective and starting with the things that you choose to enjoy, kind of like an eat, pray, love where... You know, the guy from Texas was like, you need to pick your thoughts, like you pick your clothes to put on every morning, pick your thoughts and pick happier ones and be kind and be easy on yourself because at the end of the day, at the end of your life, you just want to live a life that you enjoy. Any amount of accomplishments aren't going to make you feel that way. It's the mindset you put on everything that's going to make you feel that way. So there you have it. That's my Dr. Phil spiel of the day. I hope you guys enjoyed. Love you guys to the moon and back. And I will talk to all of you guys, coffee in hand, next Monday. Bye guys.